Live from the Saskatel Innovation and Collaboration Centre, this is MuniCast, the municipal podcast tackling the topics that you want to know about, and I'm your host, Sean Wiskar. This podcast is brought to you by Saskatel's Innovation and Collaboration Team. Saskatel can help you sort through the noise to create solutions that add value quickly. Whether it's reducing your environmental footprint, driving investment, community development, or just saving money, contact your SaskTel account manager to find out more. On today's episode, I sit down with SaskTel to discuss emerging municipal issues and how the innovation and collaboration team can help you work towards solutions. Joining me is Mike Stefanik, Director of Business Development, Paul Kelly, the Account Executive for Municipal Government and Education, and my colleague, Lisa Rawlings, Marketing and Sponsorship Coordinator. There's lots to discuss, so let's jump into it. So I think we're going to start off our conversation today. We're here in the SaskTel Innovation and Collaboration Room. So why are we sitting here and, uh, you know, who am I sitting with? Thanks, Sean. I'm Paul. Paul Kelly, as you have so nicely introduced me, my $4 title is Account Executive. But really, what I am inside the company is a connector. My job is to go out and talk to customers and listen to customers and then connect them to people uh, inside our company that can help and bring value to whatever problem it is they're trying to solve. Uh, You guys know me reasonably well, and I've told this to many people. I typically don't know much, but I know somebody that does. And so for me, that role of connector is sort of the primary um, way that I would describe what an account executive here at SaskTel does. And I'm Mike Stefanik, and my $5 title uh, means that I'm looking towards the future. You know, the story I like to tell is I take a look at SaskTel's assets, people, and capabilities that we use to deliver our services today and try and find new and creative ways to use them in new business models and to solve problems. So there's lots of things that we can do that if we sort of change the model a little bit could really drive innovation and deliver value to, to all of our customers and segments. So, Mike, you know, when I think about SaskTel, I think about my cell phone, my internet, television, and, you know, to a broader extent, technology. Uh, But in talking to Paul, it's become quite apparent that that isn't the whole focus of your innovation and collaboration team. So let's break it down. What does innovation and collaboration actually mean? And what can our members expect to get from this team that, you know, they're not going to find if they walk into the SaskTel store, for example? For sure. So... When people talk about innovation, it's usually in response to a changing environment or a term that gets thrown around a lot is disruptive forces. And the response to that is to do something called digital transformation. It's a term we've all heard many times. And so digital transformation, people typically associate that with technology. What's neat is we're living in an era where technology is no longer a barrier. You can just assume that technology can do anything. Uh, it's It's a could question. What can the technology do? When you're talking about innovation, why we have an innovation collaboration team, it's trying to figure out the problems you're trying to solve with technology, to actually figure out the cost of how things are done today and the value of figuring out a better way of doing it. So it's not so much a could question, but a should question. And the should part is really hard. And so that's why you have innovation teams and innovation methodology that looks at things differently. And the key aspect of innovation is learning and based on those learnings, a willingness to do things differently than you've done in the past. So that's why we have a team dedicated to that because that's what it's gonna take to achieve all of these lofty goals we have. Um, Particularly if you've seen the, the plan for growth here in Saskatchewan with all our industries and municipalities. And that's what it's going to take. It's a different way of helping our customers, specifically in the municipal space, solve problems. 
Uh, municipalities are where the rubber hits the road. It's the level of, you know, uh, government that uh, most dramatically impacts people's lives. It's the meat and potatoes in terms of the three levels of government, you know, roads, sewers, water, all of those kinds of things that are really, you know, fundamental to a citizen's everyday experience. And, uh, you know, municipalities are challenged to uh, deliver on those basics and yet extend themselves in uh, new ways where uh, their citizens might want them to go. Leisure services, economic development, all of those kinds of historical uh, uh, challenges that municipalities have had to face within the confines of a limited budget. You know, there's only one taxpayer at the end of the day. And so what's value for money? And so for us, it's about bringing uh, different ways of looking at some of these problems and opportunities to the table and finding ways to be creative in terms of uh, new solutions or new approaches to old problems uh, that fit within the budgetary and, and, uh, and other constraints that municipalities face. Well, this leads me to my next question. Uh, in my earlier days with municipalities of Saskatchewan, I visited a lot of hometowns and a lot of their main concerns were, how do we bring down our utility costs? And then a couple years later, um, you had uh, invited uh, my team, my procurement team, to come visit you in this beautiful room. And we chatted about um, how Melfort could do something like that. Um, how did you actually help them? And does this tie in with what you're doing? Well, uh, I think it's, you know, it started with a conversation and just a, a, a willingness to be open and transparent about what the issues of the day uh, were and are, uh, in Melford's case and, and with customers in general. That, um, you know, starting uh, with a discussion about business level challenges. Mike had said a couple of minutes ago uh, that technologies, you know, could, and then you have the should problem. So, what are the priorities of? Um, problems that municipalities should address first. And it's going to vary between municipality to municipality based on the need. Uh, in Melford's case, there were uh, divergent um, opportunities to talk about citizen engagement, about security, about energy management, about uh, water management, and all kinds of things. And, you know, there isn't a right or a wrong answer in what you try to uh, answer first. But uh, those, it's, you know, started with a conversation. Uh, in terms of uh, what their priorities were. Mike, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, no, it's a really good example for how we took an innovation approach. So there's multiple components. So Paul's right, we zeroed in on the should. And what we wanted to do is zero in on just pick one opportunity that's small, that's low risk, and see if we can deliver value. And there's value from Melford. So the water management was, was one area. So we believe that we can't do this alone. We believe in an ecosystem model. We like working with uh, Saskatchewan companies because there's all sorts of incredible companies and tech here locally. And so we partnered with one and they said, okay, give us access to some of your data associated with water management. And very quickly and cost effectively, they were able to pinpoint where there was massive water loss. So by knowing that, the city could save uh, a good amount of a budget by addressing that because they knew exactly where the leaks were occurring. 
Based on that, they said, let's take a next step and see if we can expand this program and maybe tackle some of the other use cases that Paul alluded to. So this is where the creativity and using our assets comes in. So the one thing we did is we've put up a non-traditional network to capture data. It's called LoRa, and it uh, allows the cost of connectivity to come down. So this is something that we're going to be investing in uh, across the province, which is great. And it's a good news story because it brings down the cost of business cases for some of these advanced solutions. The other thing we did is working with uh, Mira Group, who's a data analytics company here locally. Um, we've been able to provide some access to our data center and provide an as-a-service model, so reduce that upfront capital cost, so have a more sustainable model to address the expansion of that. So it's a way of how we use our assets differently to create not only a new value proposition, but also to help manage the budget associated with delivery so that the business case makes sense for the city. And that's great. That's huge for municipalities because that's one way they love to save costs on all of their facility use and energy use and water. I like that you brought in Green Wave Innovations for that as well, a great uh, company that we've partnered with. I think you folks have brought up a lot of practical issues that a municipality can come to this team with and, and really kind of work towards finding a solution. Uh, one of the questions that kind of came up when we were talking about what the innovation and collaboration team could do for myself was, uh, you know, Melfort's a city. It, it, it has kind of a larger tax base and it has a little bit more revenue than, uh, say, a town or a village. But is there applicability here for kind of a smaller community or or how could they collaborate together with kind of their surrounding communities to manage, say, uh, a waste management dump or a facility that uh, everyone pays into? Yeah, so when we talk about the opportunity to work with municipalities, when you hear the term smart cities thrown around, it's usually focused on bigger centers like Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver. And that's not what we are here in Saskatchewan, right? We have a lot of smaller communities that aren't being paid a lot of attention to. But what we have here in Saskatchewan is a couple things. One, we have a Crown Corporation that is here local that can factor in the fact that we have all of these smaller communities and so can take a more holistic view. When you add up all those communities together, it's actually a really big opportunity to do something special. And so that's a really good point. That's where we can use an innovation and collaboration team to take a bigger picture view and say, hey, can we get you know, a group of communities together? We can make some investments in infrastructure to make the, the business case makes sense. We're willing to do experiments with you so you don't have to make a big upfront investment. Let's prove that this thing actually delivers value first before we go any further. Let's have conversations about the value of the problem to be solved and if through a whiteboarding exercise or just a quick spreadsheet math calculation we determine this doesn't make sense, great, it's cost us nothing. That's the value that can be brought here and sort of something unique that we have in Saskatchewan compared to other jurisdictions. Well, Nate, the, uh, we just wanted to add in the sense of uh, analytics. Uh, you know, all organizations have data, and municip municipalities especially are no exception. They have tons of data. Some of that uh, infrastructure and, and looking at the municipal sector in general, it, you know, a challenge is that, you know, the Montreal's and Toronto's and Vancouver's of the world are of a sufficient size that they can go find people 
and buy expensive software and invest in all of that analytics infrastructure in order to start analyzing the copious quantities of data that they have. Uh, and that's typically out of the reach out of a lot of centers that we might find in Saskatchewan. And so uh, part of our approach is to make that investment in an analytics infrastructure and provide expertise so that now we can have discussions with municipalities about what the business problems that they're trying to solve are and how we can very cost-effectively uh, bring that kind of analytics horsepower to bear for much smaller um, uh, individual members. And I, that's something that's actually come up in our conversations. You talked about kind of uh, the ability to take analytics software and services and uh, let SaskTel kind of bite the bullet of, of the major cost and, and distribute that out to municipalities. I, I'm curious when that breaks down to kind of tangible costs and, and looking at, you know, tackling some of these issues, uh, is it the goal of the SaskTel Innovation and Collaboration Team to work within the means of a municipality or is it more so kind of uh, these are the set costs if you want to have this level of analytics? Well, I think it's, it's definitely a conversation about what's the scope of the uh, opportunity and, you know, getting at that idea of what's valuable. Soundbite that came out of our discussions with Melford, when we started to uh, visualize, they had, you know, different vintages of uh, water infrastructure in the ground and they had all this repair history. And so we started to visualize that. And one of the comments that really stood out for me was the idea that, you know, when a water main breaks, we still have to get backhoes, we have to dig out the ground, we have to replace the pipe. That's expensive and laborious and that doesn't change. But what this data starts to do is it allows us to present to granting agencies, people that are going to fund these repairs and say, hey, we've done our diligence and we have a the, the, the granting money that you give to us over some other community. We've done our diligence. We know that you're going to get good value for money by giving us that grant money. And they said, you know, the idea of uh, writing effective grant applications was a real bonus. So it's, you know, another view on what the value of the engagement is. So, but it, uh, to answer your question, it's, you know, it's going to, it's going to depend on what the, uh, uh, what the opportunity is and what budget's available. I mean, you know, everything has to work within the means of uh, the municipality. Otherwise, you know, it doesn't work. And if I could just add to that, like, this is really where the should part of the equation comes in. Like, there's no point in going and saying, hey, here's a, you know, a million dollar solution when your budget's $100,000. Like, that makes no sense. And you want to avoid spending $10 to save a dollar. Right. The whole point of having an innovation and collaboration team is to work through collaboratively to figure out what is the value of the problem to be solved. And here's a solution that's clearly less than the cost of that. So you're actually realizing benefit. If that can't be achieved, that's a great sign that, OK, we either need to pivot what we're working on or let's just kill this idea. And maybe another opportunity that we can collaborate on will emerge. And if I remember correctly, the technology that Melfort used, weren't they able to zero in exactly in their water problem where uh, the leaks were happening instead of digging up everything? They had some uh, water loss around the rec, their rec centers and, and things like that. There, there was a couple of different initiatives that uh, I think you're referring to that were uh, somewhat um, not related to one another. The, the water main stuff, we did... Uh, uh, analytics and, um, and, and visualize that data. Uh, our partner Greenwave came in and, and helped isolate where there was water loss. 
and that you know are millions of gallons saved in in terms of that. Well, and I think to me that's the value that uh, it kind of sounds like Sastel brings. It's not that you're going to Sastel and Sastel is going to come up with a, with a solution for you, but it's more so that they're going to be engaging partners and really getting you kind of the best resources and, and being in the best hands. So I don't know if you want to talk about some of the, the partnerships available to uh, municipalities when they kind of engage with the team. I think that's a great uh, comment, Sean. Uh, like, like I started off the top inter- introducing myself as a connector. And I think there's a lot of value for a company like Sastel to occupy that space of connector in the innovation environment. Uh, you know, you don't start with a conversation about technology, but typically at some point in time, you, the could part of the conversation means you need some technology in order to make stuff happen. And so it makes a lot of sense because now we can say, Hey, you know, that problem that you're describing, that sounds just like what those guys in agriculture were working on with, you know, loan worker solution and or, you know, somebody in mining or uh, somebody at the re- in research or somebody in the entrepreneurial community. There's a technology thread that sort of runs through all of that. And the conversation never starts with technology, but it allows us as a company as a technology company to kind of be at a hub in terms of all the different threads of potential solutions. And so now we can connect, uh, you know, um, organizations together. You know, maybe there's an opportunity for us to plug an entrepreneur into a municipality and say, hey, uh, there you go and we'll, we'll step back. Or maybe there's an involvement of some uh, Sastel solutions at some point. I don't know if I answered your question. Well, I'll just add that, you know, earlier I mentioned the notion of ecosystem. That's really what we believe and that's our philosophy here. We are not the inventors, but we are here to enable the inventors and bring together an ecosystem. And what's really remarkable is that the innovation is a lot closer than you think. There is an incredible tech community here doing wonderful things. You're seeing startup incubators in Saskatoon and Regina emerging with with incredible cohorts that are delivering world-class technology. You're seeing venture capital emerging here to fund these things so that you know that if you can prove value in the use case, there's sufficient backing that they can actually deliver. And then we have Sastel, as Paul said, as sort of the glue in the middle there and, and that's what we bring to the table is not here buy our stuff like no that's not the objective here it's what's the value of the problem to be solved here's a solution here's the ecosystem they, that's being brought to the table and it might be Sastel in the background and it might be others on the front end that's actually delivering that and that's great that's those new business models that we're talking about and we want to enable and that's the whole point of having an innovation team that can do that sort of thing. Well, I like how you're not only connecting other organizations with one another, but you're actually going to be very pivotal to connect all other municipalities on learning from each other. So I think one of the questions that I want to end on is, uh, you know, what does a meaningful investment in innovation actually mean for a community? Who is going to be the next Melford? You know, what what is that project going to look like? And uh, how can... uh, how can municipalities really kind of rally around this call, this call of uh, embracing technology and kind of use, utilizing the services available to them? Well, I think in my view, and Mike, to chime in as you see fit, the, the answers can be quite different depending on which municipality you want to talk to. The, the re- really what we're doing is uh, helping customers go through a bit of a process in terms of understanding what might be the low-hanging fruit or the most pressing problem about uh, making decisions about which solutions to prefer uh, pursue in a complex 
decision-making environment uh, and getting some fresh thinking about what the problems are. And then really it's just a process of, of trying, uh, you know, iterating. I think there's a lot of people that are saying, I, there's so much going on around me, I don't know where to start. And for me, you know, there's an old Chinese proverb that says, uh, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the second best time is today. So, you know, it, it's just a question of saying, I'm going to try uh, to do some things differently. And let's get some smart people around the table and spitball some solutions and see what's going to work for our community. I'll maybe uh, add to that and say, you know, the, the challenge with when the environment's changing is uncertainty is high. Like you're just overwhelmed with where to start, what to do. And there was a great book I read called Questions Are the Answer. And, and the premise of the book is basically don't start brainstorming solutions or, or whatever. Start with what are the questions that, if answered, will give us the insight we need to make better decisions? So if I was a municipality starting down this journey and trying to figure out where to go, I would just spend a session brainstorming questions. What are those questions that we need answers to? And then in terms of engaging SASTEL, really what an innovation team does is helps get answers to questions quickly, cost-effectively, and cheaply. So if you have a good handle on the questions that you require answers to to figure out where you need to go as a community, that's the time to approach us and say, hey, we're thinking about this. And now we have uh, a group here that's willing to co-develop, co-learn, co-create with you to figure out the answers to those questions. Yeah, it's great for uh, just to get the conversation going. You can call Paul. I think that's a, a good note to end on, uh, folks here. Uh, Mike, Paul, it's been a, a pleasure sitting down with you. And, you know, if I'm a municipality listening to this podcast, uh, what's my next step? How do I get in contact with you and where do I start? Uh, I'm Paul Kelly. You can find me at uh, 306-777-2917. And uh, I, like I say, I don't know much, but I can connect you to somebody that does. Give me a call. And I'll offer up, uh, go to www.sastel.com innovation. It has a listing of all the members of the innovation team and contact info. So if you want to get in touch directly with the innovation team, that's a great way to, to do so. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, gentlemen, for sitting down with us today. And uh, thank you to my great co-host, Lisa, for uh, joining me. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, uh, Sean. I appreciate you guys being innovative in terms of doing this podcast. What a great way to use a modern technology to get the message out to uh, your members. We've been a proud supporter of municipalities of Saskatchewan for a long time. And it's in part because of you know the hard work that men and women in councils and administrations uh, and yourselves do on behalf of communities. So thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Well, this brings us to the end of our podcast with Paul Kelly and Mike Stefanik. I want to thank them for joining me today. And a reminder that if you've missed the previous podcast with George Cuff, Malcolm Eden, or SPRA CRO Todd Schaefer, you can catch them now on Spotify, Google, YouTube, or Apple, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. And now, here's a preview for my conversation with Lumsden CAO and Lumsden Mayor, Monica Murkowski and Brian Matheson. I hope you enjoy. Small communities can't always either A, afford to pay a qualified administrator or, or B, attract one to come to a smaller community.